Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick. And the Warriors just blew a winnable game. Their second one of the season, too. Our good friends, the Washington Wizards. The Warriors had a lead and then they coughed it up. And then they had a chance to tie at the end. And Andrew Wiggins clanked a layup. I mean, it wasn't an easy layup. He's going pretty fast, but he should have made that. <laughs> During the game, I was texting my friend Aram in Toronto. And at the end of the game, when he missed that, it's like it all just came flooding back. I really, really, really do appreciate Andrew Wiggins. I really think easily the trade with Minnesota where we got Wiggins and their pick and gave up D'Angelo Russell. I think that's a runaway win. You know, you put Russell on this team right now, it's going to be unbearable to watch, right? So we got Wiggins, we got the pick. Wiggins is a better fit, like they predicted, and he definitely is. And he's been playing well. He's been shooting like the best field goal and three-point percentage of his life lately, and his defense is solid. And he's been playing a lot of minutes too, like logging over 40 minutes the last couple of games. But one thing about him is that everybody talks about his athleticism, right? I've talked about this a couple times throughout the season, but this is the perfect time to bring it up again. Everybody talks about his athleticism, but he doesn't seem that quick. And he doesn't seem like any more athletic than, say, the average athletic wing in the NBA. He tends to not go strong to the basket. A couple times he surprises and he'll go off two feet and he'll throw it down relatively hard. But for a guy who kind of tries to Euro step to the basket and do these little lay-ins and whatever, he actually has pretty bad touch. If you've been watching games this season, you'll have seen that a lot of his layups hit the rim, kind of roll right off, bounce right off, just off the backboard, just like this one did. I mean, this one hung onto the rim just long enough for Bazemore to miss it, like Bazemore jumped to tip it, but the timing was off because the basketball just hung onto the rim a little too long. But man, Wiggins is, I said this after the Philly game, Wiggins is a great third option but not a very good second option. You know, all these layups that he's missed, all these drives where he doesn't force the issue and he kind of tries to go around somebody and finesse it. I mean, for a guy who does that so much, you would think he would have way better touch in games when it mattered. And you kind of just like, eh, well, he's, you know, working hard on defense and whatever. But this is finally, finally one time where it cost the Warriors a game. And if you think about it, it's kind of on him that the Warriors lost that first game to the Wizards, right? Because they were up by four, was it? And Bradley Beal took a three. Wiggins, trying to play tight defense, taps him on the head, fouls him, four-point play. Warriors eventually lose that game. And on this one... Yes, there were a ton of other mistakes. The Warriors just went cold. Steph was cold. Oubre missed his usual share of layups and putbacks. But this one was just there. It was a gimme. And you got to make that. Everybody talks about comparing Andrew Wiggins to like Harrison Barnes in the first iteration of the Warriors dynasty. And I asked my friend Aram, do you think HB would have made that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, who knows? But... Bottom line is, like, this game, 
is who the Warriors are. Steph had an off game for the first time in a while, and the other players picked him up. Oubre actually had a good game, but it's just tough. It's just tough, you know. The second unit, which included Andrew Wiggins, played well. The second unit brought them back from that huge first quarter deficit. You know, they kept them in the game. So that is progress. That's a good sign. Jordan Poole was hitting his shots. He brought some life. He played with energy. Not a perfect game. Came out with a big fat L. But this is what we're seeing. This is who the Warriors are. And and these are just more, I guess, data points for Bob Myers and the front office to use as they analyze how they're going to proceed next season. It would have been sweet if they came home from this road trip 4-1, and one, but they're not a 4-1 and one team. They're a 3-2 and two team. Anyway, fans are coming back to Oracle, I mean Chase Center, and that should be good. That should give them a lift, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how that goes on Friday, Friday the 23rd. Anyway, tough loss, man. Hopefully, hopefully they don't miss the play-in round by a game or two because they've had a few losses, but you can just point to these two Wizards losses as like, oh, those those are two that they probably kind of, sort of, should have won. Yeah, game just ended, so I'm a little riled up. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com, and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to subscribe and have a listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. All right, that's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.